When you're out walking, it's important to stay hydrated. And it's important to have water that is healthy, water that you actually want to drink. And can I tell you how much I love my Aqua True water? It's amazing. By the way, in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to save 20% off at AquaTrue.com. Are you aware of the research by the Environmental Working Group that indicates virtually every home in America has harmful contaminants in tap water? Well, the AquaTrue purifiers are able to remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters, and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. My sponsor, AquaTrue, comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and today you'll get 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, enter the code WALKING at checkout. 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use promo code W-A-L-K-I-N-G. Walking outside is a healthy thing to do, but most of the time, 90% of the time, we spend indoors. And are you aware that according to the EPA, the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than this outdoor air? My sponsor, Air Doctor, has the solution. And by the way, they're offering you up to $300 off. I'll give you some details in just a moment. Air Doctor filters out 99.99%. That's almost perfect. Things in the air that can cause problems like allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, even bacteria and viruses that could make you sick. Here's the thing. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe-easy money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com, use the promo code WALKING to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. And exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com and use the promo code WALKING. Today is one of those days where I could easily geek out. It's a date on the calendar that is meaningful to me, not because of something personally that happened, although, yes, I guess I could say that, but more because of its historical significance. And there are people who, like me, are really, really, really interested in what happened on this date. And then there are others, like my wife Ava, who aren't. And so... As we're walking today, I've got to be mindful of you as well, that it is more likely that you are with Ava in this regard. So I want to talk about this because I can't let this date go by. It's just not possible for me to let this date go by and not mention it in some form or fashion, but to do it in a way that is interesting for you. So I'm going to give that a shot in just a moment. Welcome to Walking as Fitness. This is a podcast of action providing a little extra motivation to help you keep that fitness promise you made to yourself. Today's 10-minute walk is powered by my Shox headphones, total game changers. 
It eliminated, these have eliminated the frustration that I was feeling using the corded earbuds that came with my iPhone. They sounded great. But I was just getting frustrated because they wouldn't stay in my ears for whatever reason. And I really couldn't hear what was going on around me as I was listening to audio while I was walking. But the Shocks cordless headphones have changed all that. The headphones wrap around the back of my head, over the top of my ear, and the speakers actually sit in front of my ears. So I can hear what's going on. It raises the safety level while I'm out walking. If you've been feeling frustration with corded earbuds or less safe when you're walking because you can't hear what's going on around you, check them out. There's a link in the show notes. Tap the link and you can see the different models that Shocks offers you. Today is July 20th. It was 54 years ago today, July 20th, 1969, that Apollo 11 landed on the moon. Two astronauts, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin were the first two humans to land and then walk on the moon. And the story of that mission, again, here's where I could geek out. Instead, I want to focus on something else about that particular moon mission and the other five missions that landed on the moon that actually have some relevance to what we're doing right now, walking. For 12 astronauts who walked on the moon, that number is likely to go up in the next couple of years because NASA is preparing to return to the moon, new moon missions. Those are going to be amazing, particularly the video, the live video that we're getting from the surface of the moon compared to what we got 54 years ago. I do remember Neil Armstrong putting his footprint on the moon. I was nine years old and my parents let me stay up and watch that and I'm really grateful they did. My wife, maybe not so much. <laughs> Would you stop? Those astronauts, from the time they got back from the moon, they have been asked over and over and over and over and over again, what's it like? What's it like to walk on the moon? I actually interviewed one of the astronauts. I bet you've never done an interview where you haven't been asked what it's like to walk on the moon. <laughs> and he said, he was Charlie Duke, he said, yep. I said, I'm not going to ask you that. I said, I want to know what it's like to sleep on the moon. And then the enthusiasm in his voice was, was noticeably different. But here are three aspects of walking on the moon that are different from what you and I are doing right now. Number one, Neil Armstrong, in his spacesuit, which was in itself an amazing contraption, because these suits that they wore while they were walking on the moon had to keep them alive had to provide the air, had to provide protection, and it weighed a lot. So Neil Armstrong, when he was wearing his suit, the suit that he, space suit that he used while walking on the moon, weighed 360 pounds on Earth. 360 pounds. On the moon, because the gravity, far different on the moon, Neil Armstrong weighed 60 pounds. Could you imagine weighing one-sixth of your weight right now and going for a walk? That's pretty dramatic. So that was one big difference between the 12 astronauts who walked on the moon and what we're doing right now. They weighed one-sixth 
of what they normally weigh on Earth. And of course, they also had that very heavy spacesuit that they were wearing as they were walking. So that's number one. Number two, because of that lower weight on the moon, the way you and I are walking right now was not how they walked on the moon. If you ever seen video of the astronauts on the moon, they're not walking like you and I are walking right now. In fact, Buzz Aldrin, who was part of that first mission that landed on the moon 54 years ago today, he was the second one to set foot on the lunar surface. One of his jobs, one of the jobs that NASA gave him while he was on the moon, was to try out different styles of, of walking because they wanted to find the most efficient way to move around on the moon's surface. And eventually, the astronauts pretty much all landed on what they called a loping gait. So it's not quite a run, but it's certainly not a walk. And if you've ever seen any video of the astronauts on the moon's surface, they're kind of like, let's see, see if I can do it now. So like bounce, 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 bounce. Ow, that actually hurts my knees. But on the lunar surface, I would weigh one sixth of what I weigh right now. And I would also probably be younger because they were in their thirties. <laughs> I'm sure that had something, that also had something to do with it. But that's how they would, would, would walk on the moon. And they also did something called a bunny hop where they were like with, with two legs and they're hopping like, like this. You know, here on Earth, walking is far more effective, far more enjoyable than either one of those gates, either one of those ways to walk. But on the surface of the moon, that loping thing or hopping was actually more effective. So that's number two. And then number three, what they saw. What they saw while they were on the surface. First off, what they didn't see. I'm looking at lots of green bushes and trees and weeds and grass. They didn't have any of that. I've also got pavement that makes walking easier. They didn't have any of that. I look up and I see clouds and blue. They didn't have any of that. The surface of the moon was described as varying shades of gray. There were hills in the distance. The sky was totally black. And they could see some stars. They were faint, but they could see some stars. And of course, the Earth was always hanging in the sky. Usually it was more directly overhead. And some of the astronauts said they even had a hard time seeing it because, again, these spacesuits were big and bulky and they just couldn't be as flexible. And I think one astronaut said, if I, if I carefully leaned back and looked straight up, I could see the earth. I mean, imagine that. <laughs> You're walking along and the earth is hanging in the sky above you. Shortly after Buzz Aldrin, he was the second astronaut to walk on the moon 54 years ago today. After he came out of the space capsule, he and Neil Armstrong were talking about the view, talking about their surroundings. And they were describing it. And then Buzz used two words that forever became ingrained in what it's like to stand on the lunar surface and take all that in. He called it magnificent desolation. Magnificent desolation. The last man to walk on the moon was Gene Cernan, and he described it this way. 
He said, then it was the blackest of velvet nights. Stars went on forever for a distance I could barely fathom. I tried to add perspective to what I saw, tried to grasp the full size of our galaxy. The vastness of our universe at that moment was overwhelming. And that's what it's like to walk on the moon. It happened for the first time 54 years ago today, July 20th, 1969. Thanks for walking with me today. I'll be back tomorrow. That's my commitment to you. I walk every single day, and I would love to have you join me for another 10-minute walk. In the meantime, I hope you have a great day.